We've probably got about 145 clients around the world currently doing amazing things in their business, and I'm working maybe five hours a week. Welcome to the Hustle Rebellion Show. We are on a mission to prove that being busy all the time does not always lead to success. We are business owners who are ready to stop wasting energy so we can be more productive. This podcast will give you the steps to stop hiding behind the hustle so you can start living the life you want. I'm your host, Heather Porter. Hey guys, welcome to episode 63. All right, so in this conversation today, we're going to talk to a expert who helps coaches grow their businesses. Now, hear me out. This guy's really good at what he does. He has a extensive background in this area. So you're about to meet someone named Jim Cox, and he is the trainer, founder, and coach of Clear Edge Coaching and author of Build, Excite, Ignite. And he's really, really good at teaching people how to beat burnout. Hey, fits on my theme for sure, right? Beat burnout and build a multi-six-figure business in less than 12 months. Stress, beat burnout, right? That's the key. He's going to talk to you guys about how he works like five hours a week, how he's built a business that allows him to travel and have adventure and experience life because that's part of his values and what is so important to him. And, you know, I like having this conversation with him because my background is some of you have heard over the, the series of the podcast. So I used to work with Tony Robbins and then I moved to Australia and then I was a director or a manager for a life coaching school. And then I worked for another speaker who specialized in NLP. And so I've been in the personal development space for a long time before I went into digital marketing and running my business website, Love. And so I like having conversations with other people that kind of know me and get me. And this is one of those guests. So yes, I'm waffling. Don't mean to, but I'm excited to introduce you to Jim because we have such a great conversation. You guys ready to meet him? Let's go. All right. So Jim, welcome. Welcome to the show. How's it going? Good. Yeah, good, Heather. Thank you for having me. Good to be here and hang out. It's been a busy day, so it's kind of nice to just sit and chill and and have a good conversation. We can have such a great conversation. Guys that are listening, I always like handpick people that I want to meet. Just a little little side note. They've seen Jim stuff online, so I'm like, excellent. I'm going to invite him onto the show. We're going to have a chat and you guys can listen in and benefit. (laughs) Bring it on. All right. So I always love to start the show with some tangible tips around growing a business. Yes. We'll say smarter, but with less hustle. Like, how do you keep your head on straight when you're growing a business? And I'd love for you to come up with three ideas or tips that you do and or you help your clients do in their businesses. Tangible tips on how to grow smarter. Cool. Awesome. I think one of the first things that I always tell people that I work with is build a business that fits around your life, not the other way around. Yeah. The fact that the customer is always right, I hate that saying <laughs> because we're the, as the business owners, we're the ones that build the business, that do all the hard work, that deal with all the issues and admin problems. So I think it's always incredibly important to build a business that gives you that lifestyle and start that from the get-go. Yeah. One of the things that I was really big on when I first started, freedom, adventure, growth, they were my values, right? So... One of the big things for me was being able to travel. So I never actually coached a client in person. All the coaching that I ever did when I graduated my course many, many moons ago was online. And I really stuck to that promise to myself so that I could coach from Croatia if I wanted to. How good is that? So there's number one. (laughs) Number two, I would stay staying in your genius zone. 
I think we're taught wrong in school. You know, we're taught to focus on doing everything at once and looking at all of the different things that we need to add to our business. And obviously, when you're in startup mode, there's a lot of stuff you've got to learn by yourself because income, revenue, totally acknowledge that. But I think one of the most beautiful things that happens when you shift the gears in your business is moving to a point of scale where you can have experts that are laser focused on marketing, sales, you know, whatever it is, and they can do it quicker and easier than you having to do it on your own. So I think that's probably one of the biggest things that gives you freedom. You know, I mean, we run, uh, we've probably got about 145 clients around the world currently doing amazing things in their business. And I'm working maybe five hours a week on coaching. Unbelievable. We'll dive into that, guys, coming up soon. So don't worry, yes. I will ask him, but carry on. <laughs> the final one, number three, you told me I had to have three. Yes. <laughs> Make the vision for your business bigger than any problem that you will ever face. I think that's one of the huge ones. So okay, working especially, we work with startup business owners a lot as well as established business owners. And I think the thing that separates them is the people that succeed have this vision that is the ultimate goal for them and they will not let yeah. anything get in their way when it comes to making that happen. Whereas a lot of people that sort of start up, the vision's a bit blurry. Yeah. So when the roadblocks come up or when things happen, it goes into the too hard basket and they go back to the jobs that they didn't want to go back to. So there's the three mm. tips. Love it. I want to talk a little bit about vision to make it yes. extra huge. Do you have like an exercise that you help people do if they're going, oh, I've never dreamed too big, you know, I, I, don't, I don't know how to have the vision. <laughs> Look, I teach from an ICF standard, so International Coach Federation. I also yep. am NLP trained, hypnosis trained. So I do a ton of, there's, I could pull out a bag of tricks when it comes to visualization exercises. I think the biggest one for those listening is to understand your values first and build a vision that fits around those values. Yeah, nice. So once you really clearly understand what your top five values are, building something that links to those five values. And I think that the one-year vision, the two-year vision, whatever works for you, I think that's also really important as well. I work with some people that are like, oh, someone told me to create a five-year vision and I can't think that far ahead. Mm. If a six-month vision works for you, do it because that's what's going to drive you forward. Really good advice yeah. and helps with building a business as the vehicle around the lifestyle you want. Because if you don't have the vision, how do you even know what you're going to build, right? Correct. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And hey, look, I know some amazing businesses that have started from absolutely nothing and they had no idea where they were going and they just followed yeah. what, you know, I also believe sometimes that the clients find you. So that works yeah. as well. <laughs> hey, guilty as charged. I had one of those when I first started. So yeah. <laughs> and so did I. Look, I will hand on heart say that I <laughs> never thought that I would be a marketing coach yeah. or a business coach. I yeah. did not want to be one of those coaches that coach coaches. And that's what was thrown at me. So yeah. There you go. It's a lot of fun. And I like to think that we, we break the norm with that business. We really genuinely care about the people that we work with. We're going to talk a little bit more about your business now then too. Cool. So you worked, was it 145 clients? How many do you have currently? Yeah, so we run like a that? couple of different programs. Our main base is supporting people that are looking to quit the corporate burnout, want to start a business, but they need that support and that community and that accountability around them to make it happen. So we yep. provide them 
pretty much with everything that we use to build our business. So the scripts, the tools, the frameworks, the email campaigns, the content, program packaging, pricing, we work with them in a very holistic approach to help them be able to grow their business faster. We then have an ongoing elite program for clients that have surpassed that. So generally for clients that are doing sort of 20, 30K plus a month, helping them understand how to scale that further. So are these coaches then, people that are leaving corporate and they're starting a coaching practice, is that mostly who you help? Yeah, generally, uh, like I mentioned before, I also train for a couple of the schools in Australia as well, coaching schools. So I generally tend to have a lot of coaches come to me, like they've yeah. left corporate wanting to start a coaching business. But it's interesting, we, we attract some really great people. I guess the easiest way to say it is anybody that's looking to package their experience, turn it into an online business that's going to help them create freedom and flexibility to work with people that they love to work with and create an impact on their terms. That's what we want to do. This could be like courses, memberships, one-to-one speaking, like anything where you're sharing your knowledge. Correct. I think it's one of the things that makes us different to the other coaches that coach coaches is that we don't want to put you into a box. So it's not about going, hey, look, we market ourselves on Facebook, so you should do that too. I've worked with you know, really big companies like Fitness First, Aesop, Lululemon, looking at sales and marketing strategies. And, you know, another really great tip for everybody that's listening is that it's all about understanding where your clients hang out and just focusing on that. You don't need to be on every single platform, especially when you're a one-person show. It's more about going, hey, look, I want to work in corporate. All of my clients are on LinkedIn. So that's what I need to tailor. That's what I need to focus on to build my business. Once you've got enough income from that, then you can move on to the other platforms. But I'm sure as you're aware, Heather, people get a little bit overloaded with, hey, I need to be everywhere and I need to throw the net wide. And it just makes it harder. I really like that you said you customize per person. Yeah. I think what I'm seeing is that's more needed now than ever, rather than that cookie cutter, hey, I have a formula or framework and everyone has to fit into it, you know? Yeah, correct. And, and it's what really bugged me. I mean, when I was starting out in business, I really had to let go of the ego with my past marketing and sales experience and go, hey, look, what if I didn't know anything? Where would I start? Yeah. And I worked with so many coaches that exactly what I've said, it's that cookie cutter, you know, like you mentioned, that cookie cutter approach of, hey, we market on LinkedIn, so you should do that too. Hey, we spend money on ads, so you should do that too, even though you're not ready for spending money on ads, right? They're all selling a product. So true. Whereas we really prefer, we've got an amazing team that supports people to understand where is my audience at? What do I want to sell? Where do I find them? Sometimes it's even not even on socials. Like it could be a a local area thing. You know what I mean? We've had people that have built up amazing businesses purely by having a few really key business partners. So it's a really great way to go. Can we actually go through two case studies then. I'd like to hear if you can think of a couple right now. One that was more in the online space. So how Mm -hmm. did you help them in the online marketing place from where they were when they met you to where they are now? And then somebody that is more in the community offline and how did you help them in that? I think that'd be really interesting to hear. And then we'll get to know more about how you actually work with people as well. So over to you. (laughs) Yeah, no, for sure. Look, it's funny because we worked with everybody from coaches, obviously, to animal communicators, physiotherapists. It's been really interesting to see how it all works. Yeah, The physio space is probably one that I could bring up. So 
the gentleman that we worked with already had a really established business, Rob, but he was wanting to further scale that with online courses, you know, stretching programs, that sort of thing. So we actually utilized a local community center that he was a part of, as well as his already established physiotherapy client base to start to create partnerships and referral networks so that he could do everything offline. We've had, you know, an online example, gosh, there's so many, but we've had, you know, a lot of the Facebook group stuff is what works really well. So we had uh, a member that was able to build up a really great Facebook community and just, and 100% value. I believe it was a Neil Patel podcast that I listened to. It's, you know, when you're marketing online, you want to give them all your good stuff. Like you want them to go, hey, wow, I'm getting so much value for free. Imagine what I'm going to get when I start paying these guys. So simply doing that by having a community online, this particular example was Facebook, built up a community around how, uh, I believe it was a mum's niche was the space. So a space for single mums to network and share and, and find support and then utilizing that network to be able to get clients that way. How did you work with both of these people? What's the process that you do? Is it like um, you said you can kind of coach from anywhere in the world? Is it just you? Do you have a team? What's the whole process you take somebody through? My motto when I work with clients is if you're going to copy it, just copy it right. (laughs) We're really open with our model because it works incredibly well and it gives you the freedom that you want as well as the opportunity, I think. So we run up to five coaching calls a week. They're not all with me. Some of them are with my colleagues and and other team members. But another thing I was really big on when I started is, you know, when you hire the coaches that coach coaches, especially the big ones, you usually don't get access to them. So I've always made sure that I'm visible in some respect every single week, that people get me in person. It's not just the recordings. Wonderful. So we have a four-step approach. The group coaching calls, like I mentioned, that's combined with an online platform. So we're really big on the fact that the platform complements the coaching. So it's not, you know, hey, just work through the modules. We actually direct people through the coaching where we want them to go. So that really allows us to tailor the packages because everybody's not working through the same program. That's then combined with a Facebook community. So we've got an amazing circle of coaches, other practitioners, consultants that are all there supporting each other. And I think that that's probably one of the things that drives people to succeed the most. You know, as they say, surround yourself with the people that you want to become. It makes it really easy for people that are starting out to go, hey, you know, this person's doing it that way. Maybe I could do that. Or I could maybe add a bit of this from this person that was talking about this yesterday. So it's really awesome to watch because we have a lot of people that literally just jump on the calls to listen. Yeah. And see what everybody else is doing. So that is your flow. Yes. And I want to talk a little bit deeper about the five hours a week. Is that what you said you work five hours yeah, a week? Yeah, so I coach. How? The, <laughs> so the <laughs> other component, there's a little bit of one-on-one. So the elite program, because those guys usually need a little bit more support in terms of where they're at with their business and wanting to get to $2 million, $3 million a year, I offer one-on-one support for them. So generally, I'm only coaching those guys for about half an hour. I maybe have two or three calls a week because they don't need yep. to talk to me much. I'm coaching two hours a week, the group sessions, and then I've got a really amazing team that does there you go. the rest. And this was the really big thing that I needed to let go of, Heather. Yeah. <laughs> For anybody out there that's listening, I get it. Growing a business, it's like your baby, but it really takes a village if you want that freedom-based lifestyle and you want the success. 
And my motto was, why not bring some amazing people along for the ride? So I've got three amazing coaches, two people that, that purely work on appointment setting for us, a guy that does our video and social media content, and he also manages our ads as well. And I would not be without my assistant member concierge. Danica works full-time for us, sort of as a virtual assistant setting, but I don't like calling her that. <laughs> she yeah, does okay. so much more for us than that. But she's on a full-time basis and just does all the admin. So yeah, makes it really, really easy to run. And I knew you were going to talk about your team. So, And so yeah. many people that listen to this struggle because they're in that point of growth and yeah. team is everything. So I'd mm. love to get your thoughts on just, I guess, over the years, any advice you have on growing an amazing team, holding and keeping an amazing team engaged with you, anything around leadership and teams that you want to share would be excellent. Yeah, for sure. It's, look, a high-performing team, I think it's all about making your business goals their goals as well. Yeah. So making sure that you hire people that are not just a cultural fit, but also understanding that they want to invest in the business just as much as you do. And I'm really, really big on that. We get along like crazy. I know they're with me for the long run because they really, they appreciate the impact that we want to make. And as a business that's so big on integrity and trust and helping people succeed, it takes a really special person to be a part of that. Yeah, good. Yeah, so clear goals, clear outcomes and having some fun. Having some fun, <laughs> that's it. And it's like one of those cycles, right? If you're when you're building your business and you're hiring the team and stuff, I think that's so important to keep in mind is like, even if you're having a really stressful day, is that you want to step into the leadership role and mm. really live by that example. And no matter how stressed you are, because you want to carry your team with you as you go. Yeah, correct. I think it's also a bit of vulnerability always goes a long way in leadership as well. You know, working in, in big corporate companies like Fitness First as an example, I think what made the team's you know, what I learned at a very long, young stage as a leader was the, it was kind of that buddy to boss conversation where yeah. you knew people enough that you were connected to them and you would make things happen. But then there was also that step in of, hey, we've got KPIs that we've got to hit. And it's a, a really fine balance, but you can't sway too much one way or the other. Mm, good point. Mm. Hey, Hustle Rebels. Did you know this podcast is brought to you by Website Love? That's my business. To help you cut back on the busyness in your business, a good place to start is to get your foundations right. I have two gifts for you to help you get your website working better. Watch the video masterclass, Six Things Your Website Needs to Get More Customers, or download The Ultimate Checklist, a 14-step plan to patch the leaks on your website. Just visit hustlerebellion.com now and scroll down to get access. You've talked to me a little bit about your past and you know the corporate stuff that you've done. I'd love yeah. to know your journey into your business right now. So first oh, question I have is, yeah. what is your business name? How long have you had it? Uh, so Level Up Formula. So Clear Edge Coaching is the company that we operate as Level Up Formula. If I can move the camera, you'll see the level up in the background. I see it now. It yeah. Excellent. <laughs> yeah, nice. I like it. So we've been in operation probably only about three years, three, four years. Wow. Congrats. Yeah. That's good. So it's been a really quick growth and scale. 
Yeah. It's been a, a really awesome journey. But I think, and, and I love that you ask for the whole story because none of this happens overnight. <laughs> no, it does not. That's why I want to now, I'm digging to the journey to work five hours a day. Let's okay. talk through it. Unpack cool. it. <laughs> Let me put it this way. So ex-singer dancer, used to work for Disneyland, as well as Warner Brothers and a whole bunch of stuff. I was, I could get in trouble for this, but I was an official Prince Charming. Of course you were. There you go. I like, guys, you got to, by the way, you have to go watch this video if you're just listening. You just watch it. Go ahead. Sure. All right. Awesome. <laughs> oh, yeah. So worked as a, a singer dancer for many, many years. And I think that's what Love gave me it. the travel bug. I decided to use the other part of the brain, went and did an MBA, started to work in management. Okay. Loved that, but the freedom and the flexibility was what was killing me. So being told that I had to work nine to five at a desk take my lunch at one o'clock. It just wasn't working. Yeah. For me, as many corporate professionals do, we just keep climbing the corporate ladder thinking that eventually we're going to get the, the freedom that we want because the money increases. And I got the job that I'd been aiming for for seven years. And within two weeks, I was like, what the hell am I doing? This is not what I uh -oh. want to do with my life. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so look, you know, complete transparency, very unresourceful habits to blank out from what was going on in life, drugs, alcohol, yeah, went through addiction. I'm really, really, really lucky where I had a friend turn around and go, hey, why don't you go see a coach? And at that time, I had no idea what a coach was. Yeah. Until working with a coach, I actually discovered that it was all the things I really loved about being a leader. So helping people grow, asking great questions, supporting people to learn by themselves without always having to tell them what to do, empowering people. That was all of the stuff. Aside from the fact that this guy was living in Bali, working three days a week, you know, <laughs> ran three retreats. He'd just choose. He had a friend that was a yoga instructor and a massage therapist. So they'd be like, hey, we want to go to Tuscany for three weeks. Let's get a group of 10 people so that they can pay for our trip and we'll just give them a couple of coaching sessions. <laughs> so so yeah, so I then started the Life Coaching College. So really popular school in Australia. I did the masters with them. And look, I had a few niches. I worked in the mindset coaching space. I worked in the sales coaching space, worked with gyms specifically. And like I mentioned earlier, just started to have a lot of people come to me going, Hey, Jim, you've created this really successful business really quickly. Can you help me? So yeah. that was where I'd also sort of had the experience of other coaches, other business coaches and marketing coaches that just weren't giving me what I needed. So I found that tailored support and assistance was really what helped people get to where they wanted to be faster. So that's how Level Up came about. Wow. Okay. So what's happening with the Life Coaching College? So I train for them. So I work as a trainer as well. Got it. Supporting people to get up and running. I Got finished it. my master's, absolutely loved it. I think what I love about the college is that the community is number one. So they've got yeah. amazing accreditations and they're really, really fantastic at what they do, have phenomenal instructors, but I didn't want to leave. <laughs> With all the breakthroughs and all the support that they gave me, yeah. I was like, hey, look, you know, business and marketing is what I do now. I want to further support the college and the students to help them succeed. So I essentially, yeah, put my hand up to start working as a mentor for students and very, very privileged to say that the college now partners with me. So we offer the mentoring program to students at the college as well. Oh, wonderful. Partnerships are everything. They're how yes. I've grown my businesses and everything. I'm glad that you said that because it really is like a community, but it's also that 
third party sort of endorsement that you get, yeah. don't you find it's just the power of growth in your business? Oh, look, it makes life so much easier because exactly like we were talking about before, you've got your genius zone, I've got mine, and there's yeah. got to be crossover there with how people connect. So instead of having to do it all yourself, why not find other people that you can partner with? And I can't remember who it was, but somebody else always said that, you know, multiple streams of income is how you create a successful business. So that gives you that opportunity. It's so true. Was it Jay Abraham that said something about the pie? Like, I'd rather have a slice of a huge pie than a, a whole tiny pie. I butchered it, but it's a yeah. similar sort of... <laughs> <laughs> but it's true. Like, I meet so many people that come from a scarcity-based mindset where they don't yeah. want to share their audience and they don't want to share their value and they want to keep it all to themselves. When really, when I've given... I actually heard Alex Hormozzi talking about this, funnily enough, last week, and I'm probably going to butcher it as well. But <laughs> go. <laughs> but Alex was saying that, you know, when you give to people, they feel obliged to give back. Oh, yeah. The law of reciprocity. Right, exactly. So as long as you're doing it in the right way, that's what he was talking about Tony Robbins. So his, you know, what kicked off his business was he reached out to Tony Robbins and did something for Tony and Tony endorsed one of his products, which just set his whole business off, you know, on the track it was. So yeah, it's that law of reciprocity. And I think if you've got the right partnerships with the right people, you're exactly right. It will completely set your business success up. Yeah, I'm glad you said that. Mm. So I want to leave everyone with a few tips. And the first question I have is about you, Jim. Yes. So, you know, I don't think you sound too stressed by the business that you've built, but <laughs> so I might have to angle this question in a different way. Yeah. Let's just say... During your harder moments, <laughs> yes. open-ended question. During your yeah. harder moments, what do you do to pick yourself up again, to get your mind set right again and to have a positive outlook? Tools, apps, rituals, what do you do? One thing I will say, I do have ADHD. So for yep. me, the highs and the lows, it's a big thing. And I think when you really value what you're doing, there's always stress. Yeah. At some level, you always feel like, and Alex mentions this as well, right? For those successful entrepreneurs, we've got a really great vision that we're moving towards, but we never feel that we're going to be good enough. And that's what drives us to get to where we want to be. It's kind of this self-fulfilling prophecy. So look, I think the biggest thing for me is having an outlet, whether it's going to the gym, whether it's my two little French bulldogs that are next for me, taking them for a You're walk. You're so lucky. I love those. <laughs> <laughs> if they were awake, I'd bring one over. But yeah, no. Oh. So family rituals. I'm an avid gardener. I'm a big green thumb. I've just set up these yeah. amazing veggie gardens at our new place. So I think it's just finding those things. It's interesting because I blame my ADHD, but I can't sit still. So <laughs> meditating and all of that stuff that everyone tells you to do just doesn't work for me. At least that's what I'm choosing to believe anyway. But the gym is my meditation time. You know, just being able to switch off, forget about the world, do some training. All I'm focused on is my sets. Like that's the switch off. So I think it's finding that and rewarding yourself as well. I think that's the other big one. So I think as entrepreneurs and business owners, we don't reward ourselves enough. We don't celebrate enough. It's always on to the next goal, the next thing. So true. So even the little, the little wins give yourself some time to celebrate that success. It's so Which true. is why I'm flying my entire team here next week to hang out for a three-day retreat. Where is here, by the way? Hepburn Springs. Well, I'm in Macedon, Victoria, in Australia. 
but we're running our first in-person business retreat. So we're flying about 50 of our, or I'm not flying them, they're flying themselves, but we've got about 50 clients coming down for a three-day retreat to celebrate all their wins and successes. And we've got some really awesome guest speakers coming as well. And I've made sure that Sunday night is all about my team. So we've flown everybody in. Danica's coming so that a glue that I mentioned before, I'm flying her in from the Philippines so that we can all hang out. So it's going to be a lot of fun. I love that. Oh my gosh, so (laughs) good. And by the way, thank you for being open and honest about ADHD as well. Yeah. One of my team members, Adam, shout out Adam, I know you're listening, has ADHD. And it's been really amazing to be open and honest about how everyone's brains are wired. I find it so valuable. Like he says to me, don't send me an email. I'm not going to respond with an email. But thank you for bringing that up because I mean, I think there's so many of us that are wired so differently. And it's a really great example of speaking out as to what works for you and coming full circle to what you said before, understanding your vision and building a business around your genius. And you might be wired differently. <laughs> and that's the thing is I, look, I, I wasn't diagnosed till probably about six months ago. Yeah, right. Because ADHD is such a big topic at the moment. I was meeting a lot of people that were studying coaching because of the ADHD space. And a few people actually said to me, Jim, are you sure? Like, have you, you know, because the way that we talk and the way we get along <laughs> and the way your brain works, there's got to be something going on up there. And sure enough, I got tested and it was ticked off. I think what makes it help, and and Adam, if you are listening, this is for you as well, is make it your superpower. And this is what I spoke to somebody about recently, one of my mentors, also diagnosed with ADHD, but he truly believes that if his brain didn't work this way, he wouldn't have the business that he has today. And I fully believe that as well. The beautiful thing about people with ADHD is we can think out of the box. We've got a hundred things going on in our mind at once. Sure, we don't get everything done, but if you've got a great team that can finish everything off for you, then it's happy days, right? So (laughs) yeah, I really think it's about harnessing who you are as a person, whatever that looks like, and making it work for the business that you want to create. So beautifully said. Yeah. (laughs) So now over to you again. What do people need to do if they are loving the conversation and they want to work with you? Where do they go? Yeah, for sure. So look, clearedgecoaching.com.au or feel free to check me out on Instagram or Facebook. So Coach Jim Cox, C-O-C-K-S, not C-O-X. But yeah, you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, the website. Would love to have a chat and yeah, see if we can make some things happen. Excellent. You guys go hang out and chat with Jim. And also, of course, as always, we have links in our show notes. So you can go check that out. As we start to wrap up, you think about all of our conversation that we've had so far, Jim. Yeah, it's been fun. Are there any last points or takeaways or things that you feel like, I just need to say that one last thing? <sighs> Look, the biggest thing I'll say for everybody listening, the energy that you put out will eventually come back. And consistency and persistence is what pays off. So when you are having those low moments, just know it's only momentarily. And if you keep pushing, things will eventually work out. Beautifully said. And thank you guys for tuning in and listening as always. And Jim, thank you so much for being here and having this amazing conversation. It's been really fun. Thank you. Hey, Hustle Rebels. If you enjoyed tuning in, you have to check out hustlerebellion.com. It's where you get access to the special resources mentioned in these episodes and can watch the video versions. If this episode gave you a few tips to help you run your business better so you can live a more joyful life, 
please rate and review it and pass it along to a fellow business owner. As always, thank you for your support.